welcome to the kids' art house cinema. I'm Klaus, and the art house cinema is where we discuss the documentaries of the creators and the artists. And here's the host, Angus. Thanks, Klaus, and welcome back to Kids Art House Cinema. And today we will be screening Jack Kirby, Storyteller. This was a fantastic documentary that began production in 2005 in conjunction with the release of the first Fantastic Four film, then was released in the DVD Blu-ray extended or bonus edition of that particular film. This just over one hour documentary chronicles Jack Kirby's storied career from his humble beginnings in New York where he was born to his prolific career with many comics luminaries being interviewed for this program which included more modern artists such as Jim Lee, you had Neil Adams, Mark Evanier, family members, his daughter Lisa Kirby and son Neil Kirby, then writer luminaries such as Jeff Loeb and Walter Mosley. John Romita Sr. was interviewed along with Len Wein and Marv Wolfman who were actually Kirby's kids, meaning some of those kids from around the way who would stop by the Kirby household on a fairly frequent basis and were warmly greeted by Roz at the front door, given something to eat and allowed to go down to the basement and see Jack perform his craft, create. They were there when he was working on Thor and so many other comics, which would eventually inspire these two comics creators to get into the business. Just absolutely fascinating interviews. I think the most compelling person interviewed with regard to his professional career were perhaps none other than Neil Adams and Mark Evanier. Now, Mark is officially Jack's biographer, or one of his biographers, and worked very closely with Jack when he moved out to the West Coast to set up operations in and around the Thousand Oaks area. So not only working with Jack personally, but then being able to chronicle his career, capture all of those stories, knowing the family intimately well. Mark had some fantastic insights into all of his working relationships and some personal relationships too. Neil Adams, on the other hand, I felt brought a lot of weight to the analysis of Kirby's approach as an artist and how initially Neil Adams was turned off by Jack's actual style. But then as he became more educated on the comics artist's approach, learned to absolutely love, embrace, and celebrate all of Jack's work as a genius, the true genius that Jack was. Something else that was brought to light in this documentary was about one-sixth of it focuses in on Roz Kirby and the very important role she played in Jack's life. And truly, Jack Kirby would not have had the prolific career that he had if it weren't for Roz. She was a massive enabler, but more so than just an enabler, they were a team. She was actually an anchor for some of Jack's works. She would drive Jack to wherever he needed to go 
his mind would be so preoccupied with what was the next story that he would be creating that he would lose concentration while on the road. That was a fascinating, fascinating insight into the man and his work. She was also Jack's gatekeeper too. Jack was notorious for not only being a welcoming presence for the young kids within the neighborhood and allowing them to come over and see his work, but he would often give away some of his pages to the kids. And Roz would very, very politely and affectionately says, oh, no, 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 no. I understand that Jack may have given that to you, but I'm going to have to ask you to please leave that with me as that is part of Jack's work. And she realized the importance of what Jack was producing and the value to it too. Something that is not sidestepped or talked around was how Jack was actually treated by the industry when he was active as an artist and creator. And truly, the industry never truly appreciated his value to it. He was ahead of the curve with respect to being a creator and artist, coming up with the concepts and the stories. Now, a prime example of this, many folks, when they're discussing Jack Kirby, will immediately bring up the contrast between himself and his co-creator, Stan Lee at Marvel. What was great about these interviews particularly with those from the industry, none of them had a disparaging thing to say about Stan, but actually went about properly defining what they observed to be the working relationship between the two men, meaning this. Stan Lee's writing enabled Jack Kirby's stories, both from a visual and plot arc, to become reality and allowed them to become popular due to Stan's hyper nature to promote anything and everything Marvel that they were doing at the time. Truly, they were a perfect match in both complementary personalities and professional ability to enhance what they were working on together, which I thought was a beautiful point to bring out. Truly breaking down that friction wall that many in the media have tried to perpetuate as being controversial between the two and really illuminating their working relationship and how complementary it was. Chronicle in this, in addition to the evolution of his artistic style over time, was also his years at Marvel, as well as DC, as well as animation. Early in his career, he was a cell painter for Max Fleischer and his animated shorts. Then in the late 70s, it's brought to light that he went and worked as a consultant to such shows as Thunder the Barbarian. His creations in Marvel truly saved the company. Everything from the Fantastic Four to what he was doing to Thor to the melting in the ice and bringing back Captain America, basically putting this guy who had been frozen in time and putting him in a new reality and then working with that dynamic to then moving over to DC and working on New Gods and Commandi and then coming back to Marvel and working on the Eternals. And they even touch on something that we have lovingly covered here on Kudos Kirby and that being Devil Dinosaur and how that was being prepped to be an animated show eventually for kids on Saturday mornings. Overall, this was such an enjoyable view, and many of copies of this particular documentary found on YouTube very easy to go ahead and view and take that all in. The documentary itself has come under, I wouldn't say some fire, but some criticism by diehard Kirby fans and saying it doesn't go far enough. Well, of course, you can't go far enough. 
in such a prolific career as Jack's in a single hour. But what I think it does is shed light on the man himself, who he was as far as his character, his values, how ethical he was, how much of a family man he was, and how important family was to him, including the interactions with him and Roz truly being soulmates, which, by the way, this is another thing that Dan Lee and Jack Kirby had in common, and that was both very supportive spouses of their careers and truly being married to their soulmates. You cannot think of Jack Kirby and not think of Roz, and you can't think of Stan Lee and not think of Joni Lee. So that's something those two men also had in common, and maybe perhaps that love of family and reverence for family was also something that they bonded over during their career too while they were working. Overall, this is an outstanding view. I would highly encourage you to take this one in as we are celebrating Jack Kirby month here in August on Kirby's Kids. Reason being, the anniversary of Jack's birth is August 28th. So our graphic novel of the month will be Jack Kirby's New Gods, and our comic book character of the month will be Omak, and we will be reading all eight issues of that comic and doing a review. So please join us for those readings as we celebrate Jack Kirby Month here on Kirby's Kids. 